Welcome to our sermon podcast here at City of Light Anglican Church. We are a new church in Aurora, Illinois, finding a new day in Jesus. We want to see the light of Jesus rise and shine in our hearts, in our homes, and in our neighborhoods. Thanks for joining us for today's message from Father Trevor. Well, there's hardly a day that goes by in my home, the McMacken household, when we haven't lost something. Our daughter's hairbrush, our son's shoes, my wife's phone, my wife's keys, my wife's credit cards, my own phone, my own keys, my own credit cards, my own hairbrush, my own shoes. We're always losing something, but some of the things we lose are more important than other things that we've lost. So my son, you can't find his shoes, that's fine, just go without them. But dad, it's raining, well then take off your socks too. It's fine. My daughter can't find the hairbrush. We'll just use a fork or something. That'll be fine. Can't find the credit card. Someone will pay. Can't find the phone. It's like a free vacation. But there's one thing in our home right now. It's probably the most valuable thing, that when we lose that, it's disaster. And that is the pacifier. You you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, so our daughter, our oldest, she wasn't as um, into the pacifier as our middle son was. He got addicted to a certain type of pacifier, a certain brand, and that was the only one he would take. And so he would do this thing. I don't know if you've ever seen a, like a toddler do this, but we'd give him the other one, he'd put it in his mouth, and while maintaining intense eye contact, he'd take it out, put his arm straight out, and drop it down eye contact the whole time. It was very unnerving. So one day we lost the last one of this brand of pacifiers. So we went to the store and we looked and they had discontinued it. They were not manufacturing it anymore. So we're scouring the internet and on eBay, we find a package of these out of production pacifiers and we start bidding on it. And we get into a bidding war with all of the other baby black market parents who are just bidding for one more night of sleep. Some things are so important that they can't stay lost. Some things are of so much value that you have to find them. And that little story we read that Jesus told about a sheep and a shepherd, it's all about what matters to Jesus. What is of value to Jesus? What is a priority in the kingdom of heaven? If you're a guest here this morning, we've been walking through all of these short, mostly fictional stories that Jesus tells. They're called parables. And they teach us about the kingdom of heaven. They teach us about what life in heaven is like. And Jesus's big, crazy, radical idea is that the life of heaven can come down here to the life of earth. That we can live out the value and the meaning and the priorities of heaven here. And Jesus is saying in this story that the kingdom of heaven has one great priority, one great value, and it's this. Jesus wants lost people found. Jesus wants lost people found. When this same story is told in a different gospel, the gospel of Luke, he's telling the same story, he adds a couple other details 
And he tells it as part of three stories, a story about a lost sheep, a story about a lost gold coin, a valuable coin, and a story about a lost son. You may know that story as the prodigal son. And in every story, when something valuable is lost, they form a search party and they go out and they look for it. And they stop everything. And that's the only thing that matters right then. And then in every story, when that lost thing is found, the sheep, the coin, the sun, the search party just turns into a party. There's a celebration, a kingdom of heaven celebration because we celebrate what we value. And when we celebrate, we value. And so the kingdom of heaven celebrates when lost things are found. That's what matters most. You see, God has a treasure that has been lost. And that treasure is you. That treasure is me. That treasure is every person that he created to be with him. But the Bible tells us that we, like sheep, have wandered away just like the sheep in that story. And so Jesus comes to us to find us. And how does he do that? He comes to become a man to go to the cross. On the cross, Jesus becomes the lost lamb so that we don't have to be lost anymore. On the cross, Jesus comes to pay for our sins so that he can forgive us, so he can invite us back into life with him so his treasure can be found in him again. The shepherd in the story isn't annoyed at the sheep. He's not even angry at the sheep. He's not frustrated. He's not, oh, stupid sheep that left again. No. What does it say? It says he's filled with happiness when he finds the sheep. That's the shepherd's love for each of us. Have you been found by the good shepherd? Have you been found by him? This morning, one of our adults here will be renewing her life and her baptism. Uh, her name's Megan Beasy. She'll tell you a little bit about it in her own words in a few minutes. She was baptized as a child, but she is now in these last months coming to a fullness in Jesus, being found in him, giving her life to him. So she's going to renew her commitment to the Lord. We're celebrating someone who is lost being found this morning. We're actually taking part in a kingdom of heaven party today. And I've talked with many others of you who have said, I don't know if I've fully been found by the Lord. I don't know if my life is found in him. But when I'm here, I feel connected to God. You can fully enter into that this morning. You can fully give your life to him and be found. And when we're found in Jesus, what does the good shepherd in this story do? He takes the lamb, and in Luke's uh, telling of it, he puts the lamb on his shoulders two legs on each side, and he carries the lamb back home. He carries it to the flock. The kingdom of heaven cares about the lost sheep being found, but the kingdom of heaven cares about that lone sheep finding a flock. You know, we're celebrating two years together today as a church. City of Light started at the fall of 2015, so we celebrate those two years and over the course of these two years, so many people have said to me, you know, I really didn't feel connected at a church before. 
I hadn't been in a church for a few months, for a few years. I'm feeling connected here. I feel like I'm finding a home here. And the story of this church is that there were people and families that the good shepherd wanted to put in a flock together. And so he started this flock. Now I understand it can be hard to engage in the life of the church. Maybe you're here this morning going, this isn't normal for me. I'm not, I don't normally do this. I'm not normally engaged. It's, it's hard for me to get into the life of the church. And I understand that there can be so many reasons for that. And I've shared on Sundays before some of the ways that I've felt hurt or disconnected from church at times in my life. It can be hard and church can feel just like one more thing. But just like we need to be found by the shepherd, we need to be found in his flock. Just like we need to be found by the shepherd, we need to be found in his flock. And different saints throughout the ages have talked about this. From Paul, who was a Jew in the first century, to Cyprian, who was an African in the third century, to John Calvin, who was a, a French man in the 16th century, they all say the same thing, that God is our father, but that the church is like a mother to us. And what do mothers do for us? Well, they feed us. They nourish us. I know it can be hard to be in church and engage in a church, but you can't skip the meal. You can't starve in your life without the nourishment of the church. Every Sunday we come together and we feast on Jesus in his word, at his table, and together as his body. We can't skip our meals. Life is too hard to try to go hungry. There can be so many dangers for the sheep that's on its own away from the shepherd and away from the flock. But maybe the greatest and most basic is this. Sheep can't feed themselves. Sheep can't feed themselves. And so the shepherd would, would lead the sheep to pastures green, to waters that are still. We read in that passage from Revelation that he makes a meal for us. The shepherd leads us. That's what Jesus does for us in his church. And yes, we feast on his word and we feast on his presence in prayer throughout the week. And we talk about that and we teach people how to do that. But there's something unique that happens when we come together as his body, as the church, and the table is set for us and the word is read for us, where we feast on the presence of God and we can't go without that. In the same way that you can ask Jesus, Lord, help me be found in you. I don't want to be lost. I want to be found. You can ask him to help you find a home in his church. You can say, I have trouble connecting. It's hard for me. But Jesus, help me find a home in your flock. In the kingdom of heaven, what's important is that lost sheep are found, that lone sheep find a flock, and that flocks find the heart of their shepherd. This same passage in Luke says that Jesus has come to seek and save that which was lost. And so he sends his people to do the same thing. We enter into the celebration of heaven today, of lost being found, of 
of people being baptized, of people renewing their baptism so that we can catch a little bit of the value system of heaven. So we can start to recalibrate our own lives, recalibrate what's important to us so that what matters to the kingdom of heaven and what matters to Jesus matters to us. We celebrate the lost being found and we shape our priorities and we set our values and we give our lives to more people who are lost being found because we know what it was like when we were lost and alone and hungry and we don't want anyone to have to experience that. Friends, this Sunday, what we celebrate today together is what the kingdom of heaven is all about. And we want to see more Sundays like this. We want to see more parties like this. We want to see more celebrations like this, where people who did not know the Lord, did not know the good shepherd, come into his flock, find a home there, find a new day there, find a new heart there. That's the only reason this church is here. Every time someone finds a new day in Jesus, every time someone finds a new home in his church, every time someone finds a new heart for their neighbor, we celebrate because that's what the kingdom of God is about. In verse 12, how big is the flock? How big is the flock? What do you think? If a man owns 100 sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99? 99 is such an incomplete number. It's an incomplete number for an incomplete flock. There's only 99 sheep there, but how big does the owner think the flock is? How big does the shepherd think the flock is? 100. That lost sheep in the shepherd's heart in the Father's heart, is part of the flock. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means for us? I believe that that means that there are people who in the heart and mind of God are part of the city of light flock who are not yet here who today are still looking and searching for what matters in life, for someone who can care and guide and love and feed that are not yet here, but in the heart of God, they're part of us. We're here for them. That is the heart of the good shepherd. Look around. How many people are not yet here? They're missing it could be a family member, a neighbor, a coworker, or a stranger we've never met before. One day we could be presenting them to be baptized, or to renew their baptism, to find a new day in Jesus, a new home in his church, a new heart for their neighbors. Our hearts don't naturally want to be found. A lot of the time, we don't want to be found by Jesus. Our hearts naturally, a lot of the time, don't want to find a home in his church. Our hearts naturally, a lot of the time, don't have the priorities of the kingdom of heaven, the heart of the shepherd for the lost. In the same way, our hearts need converted to Jesus changed, reoriented. They need converted to his church. They need converted to his mission. In the same way we can ask Jesus 
to find us, we can ask him to help us be found in his church and to help us have a heart for his mission. We're celebrating our second birthday this morning, as I mentioned. For those of you who are in our City of Light family, for those of you who are guests with us this morning, can we just imagine for a moment what could this flock look like at our next birthday? What would you want it to look like? Think of everything the Lord has done here in the last two years. Could we have imagined it? What would it look like to dream about what he wants to do in this next year, at our third birthday, in three years, at our fifth birthday? What is God's heart and dream for this flock? Who does he want to be here with us? How does he want to grow us in our life in him and in our kingdom of heaven parties? Imagine what the Lord wanted to do here at our 10th birthday, at our 20th birthday, when the infants that we baptize today are in college, when the young girls we baptize today are getting towards 30. What does God want to do here in you and in me and in us and in this city, in this flock? We know. He wants the lost found. He wants the sheep who's alone to find a home. He wants this flock to find his heart for the lost. Where is the Lord inviting you this morning? Is he inviting you to be found? You can be found today in him. Is he inviting you to take a step in your love for the church and you're engaging and finding a home here? You can say yes to that today. Is he inviting you a step more into his heart for those who are far from him. You can say yes. Ask the Lord to do that in you today. And as we take those steps deeper into the life of Jesus, heaven throws a party. And all of the resources, all of the life and love and energy of the kingdom of heaven comes and focuses on us, on you and me, on this church, because that's what the kingdom of heaven is all about. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from City of Light Anglican Church. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at cityoflightanglican.org. And now, may the light of Jesus scatter the darkness from before your path.